Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And uh, joining us now to talk Premier League football is Matt Reid out of the UK. G'day, Matt. How are you? Oh, he's not here just yet. Okay. All right. We're just teeing him up. Uh, we are going to – there's four games tomorrow and then another four games the day after that and then a big game on Friday morning, New Zealand time. Chelsea play Manchester City. Uh, so we're going to preview uh, some of those with Matt. And uh, we'll also talk about Brentford this morning. Sealed their first victory over Liverpool since 1938. It's a long time between drinks, 84 years. Um, one thing, um, Mitch, that we do have to get to with Matt as well is uh, he has talked about how you carried his World Cup fantasy cricket team uh, one year. I'm just trying to figure out what, what World Cup that was. Do you do you have any recollection of what World Cup that might have been? Oh, I might have done okay for him in a couple of games in the 2016 World Cup in India. But there Mitchell sat there and he showed he geez, they let our side, that's for sure. Yeah, all right. Matt is with us now. Matt, is, uh, can you confirm 2016? Uh, that's when uh, Mitch brought glory to your uh, fantasy team at the uh, Cricket World Cup. <laughs> yeah, absolutely glorious. Yeah, yeah, pl- plenty of points. Uh, I, I, I had a couple, I had a couple of, of decent performers um, I had, I had Bumrah as well, um, who, who took a few w- wickets, and I think I had Jadeja as well. Um, but um, I only really got Bumrah because he's got a funny name more than anything else. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> so that was my that's my my lack of focus. But the Mitch wasn't in for that reason. Mitch was in because of because uh, of you know, quality performance and uh, my belief that he'd pick me up some big points, and he did. Uh, and, I, and I won my office league off the back of it. Uh, so you know, I, I owe you. In a big way. Happy days. Yep. I'm always always down for a brew, that's how, for sure. How many beers do you think it's worth? That's the question. How many beers do you think it's worth? I mean, at the time, it was worth a hell of a lot of beers. Now it's ancient history. Uh, I'll, probably, I'll probably run. I'll run from that promise, and we'll maybe make it a couple. Okay, couple sounds good. Couple sounds good. Uh, look, I, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I'm not going to confess to being a football aficionado. That's why I have Rick Dog here next to me. But geez, uh, seven points clear at the top of the EPL. Arsenal are, uh, on fire this season. Oh, they are. They absolutely are. And. Um, you, you kind of like at the start of the season. If you looked at this fixture that's coming up um, with, with um, 7:45 English time tomorrow, Arsenal against Newcastle, and you'd have, you'd have said it was going to be the first place team against the third place team. Uh, people would have looked at you like you'd gone out. They really would have. I mean, Newcastle invested a bit of money, big big spenders over the last two years. Well, since they they were taken over, Arsenal, uh, a team which had you know which were being pitched as being um, challengers for fourth, fifth, and sixth. You know, they weren't viewed as being credible challengers to the 
Man City's, Liverpool's and uh, Chelsea's of this world, even Manchester United were getting more talk because of a you know, change of management and a change in the belief that there would be big investment. Um, Arsenal are fantastic. I'm absolutely blown away by them this season. Um, I've, I've, I've had quite a lot of um, uh, interactions, a terrible word. I've had a few interviews over the years with, uh, with Mikel Arteta. Um, and, uh, and as it happens, and another quirky story, my, my brother-in-law has a picture of uh, a signed uh, mini Everton shirt, he's an Evertonian, uh, in his downstairs toilet by Mikel Arteta. Um, there's a long story behind it, but it's very quirky. A little, little message from Mikel. Um, but what I can tell you about him is he's tenacious. He's an absolute, he's a battler and he's a warrior. And he, he's, he's, you know, he, he looks like this calm and well-presented kind of bloke. He loves to win and he hates to lose. Uh, and despite the fact that he didn't win a huge amount during his career, he won stuff in, uh, in Scotland and he won, um, you know, he's won cups um, with Arsenal. Um, but he, he loves, he loves the battle and he loves the kind of like the tactical like battle and joust of things. Um, it's incredible where they are in the league and they're playing great football. Yeah, they are playing great football. It sounds like, you know, by the toilet is probably the best place to hang an Everton shirt at the moment, but we'll get into that a bit later <laughs> on, Matt. Um, now to tomorrow on that game, Arsenal at home. So far this season played 7-1-7. Newcastle on the road played 8-1-4, drawn three, only lost one. So, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's going to be a tough game to call this. Yeah, it is. It is. But I was thinking. I mean, that was that's been the case on a couple of matches, like pre and since the uh, the World Cup break um, for Arsenal. But I, at the moment, they feel like a juggernaut. They really do. Newcastle's defence is very, very tight. They had a run. Um, September time after a couple of fixtures and they might have won their opening game I can't remember exactly um, but they had a run of four or five games where it was draw, 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 draw and um, we've got six to eight games in the season and Arsenal were in the bottom six of the table and people were starting to say oh is Eddie Howe really going to be the guy who can handle this is there pressure on him now etc um, but he's turned that around he's started to pick up wins but the, the defence, the thing has been consistent throughout is the defence. I mean, they really are very, very tight at the back. And they've just recalled um, Martin Dubravka from, uh, from Manchester United, who was the, like, the reserve goalkeeper. Um, but that isn't anything to do with um, the, the way that the team is playing or any doubts that are kind of like lingering there. Uh, the, the Newcastle defence is solid uh, and they have a very uh, disciplined and hard-working midfield that make it very difficult for an opponent. However... Arsenal's pace, the way that they move the ball through transition, I just, I just can't see anybody at the moment uh, stopping them. I think the challenge for Arsenal will come is when they have a bad result and mm-hmm. seeing whether these young players have the stones, have the kind of like the, the mental fortitude and they have the belief in themselves when they get a knockback and maybe that lead of seven points goes down to five or four or whatever it is, that'll be the point when we'll see whether the, there's the toughness. But there have been moments um, in November and December when Arsenal have you know, they've been worn down or where they've been struggling to get them to break through and they've come through and they've shown the resilience. So... Um, I fancy Arsenal for it in a big way. Mm, okay, all right, that'll be interesting. Do you think Arsenal are going to do any business in this window with Gabriel Jesus being ruled out for, what, uh, up to three months with that injury picked up at the World Cup? Yeah, that, it, it does It does create problems for them. Um, Eddie Nketiah, who's, who's their, their cover guy, really, um, if they are going to play a traditional number nine, He's a, it's quite a different player. He's very much, as, as we saw with his goal against Brighton, he loves to just hold, he's, he's Van Nistelrooy-esque. 
but without the physicality. He loves to hover around the around six, eight, ten yards from goal and just be there just to nip in with a little a little topo to get the ball into the net. Um, the rest of his game is fairly limited, but he is he is adept at finding space in the box. So he'll be a decent cover option, but it's months that Jesus is missing for, uh, or you know, Jesus, should I say? Um, for, for Arsenal fans this season, he has been Jesus-esque. Mm. Um, so uh, it would be, it would be, um, it's going to be a big decision for Arteta because if you get an injury then to uh, to Nketiah, you're then looking at, well, do we have to? Are we going to push Martinelli central? Are we going to be, um, you know, playing with a false nine, etc.? And it does change things for them. I suspect that they're going to gamble on it and they'll stick with the squad they've got because they do have players who can suck inside and they can play it in that different kind of way. Um, but it'll be it'll be interesting to watch the next couple of weeks to see about what they do. Matt, just so we can rub it into Captain Kay, who's our producer here, um, with Liverpool going down to Brentford 3-1. We've just seen the results of that. Brentford have been fantastic this year, particularly at home. Three wins, four draws and one loss. Uh, I mean, they're building a fortress at home, aren't they? They are. They absolutely are. Um, it was today's game was reminiscent of what happened to Manchester United at the start of the season with the four nil um, like d- destruction that took place there. Brentford um, went ahead and they didn't just sit on that one nil lead. They didn't just like, allow that to be the, the definition of their game and let's like oh, let's just hope that's the high point. And nothing else. They kept going and kept going and they could have had it. It really could have been, despite the fact that they conceded the goal. Um, it could very easily have been. Five, six, seven. If it wasn't, if it was a little bit more discipline with some of their players um, and watching the the offside line, they could have so easily, absolutely humiliated Liverpool. And a three-one defeat, you know, against one of the less fashionable teams is kind of humiliating for one of the teams who should be in, in the top two or three in the table, you know, based on where they've been in recent seasons. But I mean, it was a humiliation, wasn't it? It really, really was. Um, and um, I, uh, it's kind of it's further unpicked confidence points. Now the the ability the, the with the cross ball, uh, balls in from crosses, balls in from um, from corners created all kinds of problems for them. They could have had five or six from those alone. Um, really, really good chances and like very tight on the VAR for one of them. Um, but they're just dominant, absolutely amazing. I, I hold my hands up. I thought they were going down this season, Brentford. I, th- I thought they had a remarkable first season, but second season syndrome would bite um, with the signings that they'd made. I'm, how wrong I was, and I'm very happy to be. They've, they've been remarkable. Yeah, I mean, question marks again raised about Liverpool and Jurgen Klopp. Um, you know, there was some talk at the beginning of the season when they started poorly about the seven-season itch, which he's had at Mines and he had it at Dortmund mm. as well. Um I've seen a few people suggesting that he maybe has lost the dressing room, the fact that Virgil van Dijk got subbed at half-time, injured or not, yeah. whether or not that's just a cover. I don't know. What, what do you yeah. make of where Liverpool are at right now? Yeah, the substitution is... In, is it, it, alarm bells are kind of going off when that happened. Um, there doesn't seem to be... So there was no Henderson today, and there was no Luis Diaz, obviously, who's been out for quite a long time. He's got this knee injury. Um but the team that was out, and there's no Andy Robertson who was on the bench. He's one of their senior big talking players. Um, but it wasn't it wasn't like it was a really weakened team. You know, this is pretty close to their strongest team. A couple of players out. Gakpo will work his way into the team. You'd have thought pretty quickly because of that signing coming from PSV. Um, but the, the senior players are the ones who are letting him down. You know, uh, I mean, Allison 
is the exception to that, I suppose. Although he could have done better with the uh, second goal, well, maybe the, the second goal when he was trying to claw it out. He's a bit slow to react on that. But Van Dijk, um, Fabinho, uh, Thiago is a bit hot and cold. Um, I mean, pretty much every one of their senior players, with the exception of Alexander Arnold, who's still putting in some lovely crosses despite being a defensive um, issue. Um, but every one of their senior players is struggling. Um, and, and that does point to there being some point, some some kind of discontent um, at play there. There's nothing creeping out um, chat-wise um, chat around the squad from the people who I know in and around the squad. Um, but there are little whisperings that, um, that there is there are problems here and there. So that's something which may well develop in the coming weeks. Um, the, the seven seasons is interesting, isn't it? That's just such a, an incredible thing that it happens again and again. Um, and that's where we are for Klopp. And it's, and it's uh, something which is being held up against them. Yeah, indeed. Indeed, good stuff, Matt. Thanks very much for coming on, mate. Really appreciate it. Enjoy those games tomorrow, and uh, next time you're down here, I'll let Mitch know when we'll meet for a beer. <laughs> Beautiful. I look forward to it. All right, good stuff. Matt Reed joining us out of the UK. You can follow Matt Reed 66 on Twitter uh, for all of your latest football updates.